0: preach to us and guide us, instruct us, and help us along this journey. My, my, my. Love you, brother. Appreciate you. Let's give him a good bendale welcome this pulpit tonight. God bless him.
1: I, you, I wonder, would you lift your voice, would you hand clap all across the house of the Lord tonight? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, how many knows he's worthy? it? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're so worthy, Lord. You're so worthy, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. There is nobody like Jesus. Amen. I don't know how you may feel tonight, but I believe that somebody can leave here tonight different than the way that they came. Amen. I believe somebody could have walked through these doors tonight feeling bound up, but you can leave tonight knowing that there is power and there is liberty in the name of Jesus and in the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. There is not one single thing, amen, that is too hard for Jesus, but he is a liberator. Amen. He is a mender of the brokenhearted. He knows how to open up the prison doors to them that are bound he knows how to call out into darkness and call somebody out of a place of despair and hopelessness into his marvelous light. Anybody believe that with me tonight? Somebody can step out of the dark and into the light. Hallelujah in this place tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. If you have your Bibles, Exodus chapter 1, amen, beginning with verse number 8, Exodus chapter 1, beginning with verse number 8, amen, I do want to say once again what an honor it is to be in the house of the Lord. How many is thankful for the way that the Holy Ghost moved in this house this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Exodus chapter 1, amen, verse number 8 says, Now there rose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. And he said unto his people, Behold, the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come on, let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply. And it come to pass that when there falleth out any war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us, and so get them up out of the land. Amen. The king of Egypt, the new Pharaoh, said, You know what? I'm afraid of the children of Israel, because if they join against us in war, they are more and mightier than us, and they will cause harm. To our kingdom, so he said. Let us he said. Therefore, did they sit over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens, and they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Python and Ramesses. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew, and they were grieved because of the children of Israel, and the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage in mortar and in brick. And in all manner of service in the field, all their service wherein they made them serve was with rigor. Amen. The word of God says that the Egyptians were grieved. Which meant that they felt anxiety when they looked at the children of Israel. They were afraid of the children of Israel. I wonder, would you lay your Bibles down? Let's lift our hands together. One more time, all across this house, would you lift your voice and help me pray right now, Lord Jesus? I come before you, God. I pray that you would empty me of myself, my own ideas, and my own opinions, and I pray, God, that you would move in my spirit. God, empty me of myself, God, and fill me with your holy anointing. God, I admit my dependence upon you. God, use me as a tool, as An instrument in your hand for your glory, God. Uh, Let your anointing bind up the brokenhearted and set every captive soul free, God. Uh, Lord, let your anointing destroy every yoke of bondage and lift the heavy burden uh, off the shoulders of your people, God. Uh, Drive out the oppressor, Lord, tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Uh, Anoint every ear to hear your word and every heart and every mind uh, to receive your word tonight that there might be liberty uh, and deliverance in the house of the Lord tonight tonight, God. And if any good thing would happen in this place, God, let it be said that it's because of your anointing. Let's clap our hands. I wonder what somebody shout out the name of Jesus all across this house. God, I glorify you, Jesus. God, I thank you, Lord. You are able to do anything. Come on, if you know he's able to do it, why don't you give him some praise tonight. God, you are able in this house, in Jesus' name hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I want to do my best to preach to you what God has laid on my heart for this service tonight. Amen. How many wants God to have his way in this service? I said, how many wants God to have his way in this service tonight? Hallelujah. I've come to tell somebody tonight that Satan is afraid of you. Amen. Satan is afraid of you. Amen. The book of Exodus starts out on on sort of a sad note. Uh, We we find that the children of Israel, they uh, for years had been blessed in the land of Egypt and God uh, had moved for them and had supplied for them and kept them even in a strange land. God's hand of provision was upon their life. But at the beginning of the book of Exodus, we find that the tables have, have turned and there is a new Pharaoh that does not know the good deeds of Joseph and how that Joseph by the knowledge and the wisdom of God had helped save their people and not only just the people of Egypt but the world in general many countries from miles and miles around because of the wisdom and the understanding that God had given unto Joseph there arose a Pharaoh that looked out across the land and as he observed he saw something within the Israelites that put fear in his heart and put fear in his mind as he looked at them and saw that they were a mighty people and that they were strong and they were increased in great numbers. And the fear went across him and he, he gets together his fellow Egyptians and he speaks to them and tells them we have got to take some action to keep them from realizing the potential that is within them. Pharaoh was afraid of what they might do not only to him but to his kingdom. He said, if they realize how strong and how mighty they are, they'll cause damage to my kingdom and put me in a place where I'm left destitute and all alone. If my enemies come against me and they realize that they can fight with my enemies against me, I am destroyed and I am defeated. And so they said, you know what? Let's take burdens and place upon their backs. Let's take whips and place Uh, stripes across their back Uh, let's take the pressure of everyday life uh, and turn up the heat on them uh, to keep them suppressed uh, and to keep them beat down so that in their mind uh, we will convince them that they are worthless uh, and that they are nothing Uh, all the while Pharaoh knew uh, how mighty and how strong uh, the Israelites were Uh, but he said we've got to convince them uh, that they are powerless to do anything uh, to overthrow my rule I've got to convince them that they are nothing more than just mere slaves can I tell somebody tonight in the house of the Lord that Satan is afraid of you he is afraid of the call of God that is upon your life he is afraid of the hand of God that is upon your life and every day he works to convince you that you are nothing and that you are worthless can I let somebody I know tonight in the house of the Lord that there is not enough burden and not enough stress that can cause you to stop being what God has called you to be. But God has his hand on your life. The more burden they placed upon them, the more they grew. The more stripes they laid across their back, the more bricks they made them make, the greater the burden they caused them to carry. The Word of God says that they just kept on growing in strength. They kept on multiplying in number. The more they oppressed them, the more they grew. Can I tell you tonight in the house of the Lord that God is on your side. And it does not matter how overwhelmed you may feel at the moment. God is still working on your behalf. And the adversary says, I will break you. The adversary says, I will convince you that you are powerless to do anything about what's going on in your life. But I've come to tell somebody that God is able to cause you to tear down every stronghold that's been erected in your life. I've come to tell you that tonight you are able to be an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of your testimony the heavier the load the more they grew Satan wants to break you so you fold up and give up but can I tell you tonight that you have God's hand on your life no matter what happened to the children of Israel they were still the people Of God. Genesis chapter 1 verse Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 says now the Lord said unto Abram get thee out of that country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house into a land that I will show thee and I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing and I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed and I let some but know tonight in the house of the Lord uh, That these were the descendants of Abraham uh, And it did not matter how many whips uh, They felt across their back uh, It did not matter uh, All the weariness that they felt in their body uh, Or in their mind or in their spirit uh, Whatever the adversary did to them uh, Could not change the word that had been spoken uh, Over their lives uh, There was nothing that could stop God's word uh, From being powerful over their lives can I tell somebody tonight uh, that God is still your champion uh, that he is still your deliverer uh, and Satan cannot erase uh, what God has spoken uh, over your life uh, there's no hardship uh, there's no trial uh, that can erase the word of God uh, Pharaoh cannot disannul uh, the promise of God uh, but he has still called you out uh, of darkness into his mind listen light, I wonder would somebody clap your hands. Would you lift your voice all across this house? Hallelujah. Hallelujah Hallelujah. And here, although they felt beat down, and they wondered how much more they could take. God was moving and God was working in their life. Pharaoh was not persecuting them because he felt of himself as being superior to them. But Pharaoh was persecuting them because he saw the potential that was within them. Pharaoh turned up the heat on them because he was afraid that one day they would turn on him and cause havoc in his kingdom and cause his kingdom to be brought to its knees. Can I tell you tonight that the devil is not the only one that sees potential in you, but there is a God in heaven that sees potential. In your life. He sees what he can make out of you. And just like he called Abraham. Out of his country. He's calling out to you tonight. Saying I want to bless you. And I want to move in your life. I want to give you liberty. I want to give you a hope. And a future. I come to preach to some people tonight. And tell you God is not far. From you. But he's moving in your life. Galatians 3, verse 6 says, Even as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith preached before the gospel unto Abraham saying, "In these shall all nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Can I tell you that you are of the spiritual seed of Abraham. If you have been born again of the water and of the spirit, repented of your sins and been baptized in the mighty name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost evidenced by speaking in other tongues than you are of the spiritual seed of Abraham. And God said, I have put my hand on your life so that you can be a blessing to other people. I have put my hand on your life so that you can let other people know that my God is able to deliver. My God is able to heal. My God is able to set the addict free. My God is able able to cause the alcoholic to come forth and be clean. My God is able to do anything. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I tell you tonight that Satan is afraid of you. He's afraid of you because he understands that if you ever realize the potential that is within you, it will not only change your life, but it will change your family's life. It will not only change your family's life, but it will change everybody's life around you. Satan realizes if you ever get a hold of the word of God, you can tear down his kingdom. You can cause problems with what he's trying to do in somebody else's life can I let you know that God has called you out so that you can be a light God has delivered you so that you can let somebody know I once was lost but now I found I once was blind but now I see can I tell you that Satan is afraid of what God has called you to be. He's afraid that if you can ever find it within yourself to muster up enough strength to say I'm not what the devil says I am I'm not what my past says I am I'm not who I used to be but I am a child of God and I'm not going to let the devil break me I'm not going to let the devil convince me that I'm worthless but in the presence of God I can be what he has called me to be by the power of the Holy Ghost I can do what he has called me to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Satan, or Pharaoh rather, put the burden on the children of Israel. And said, I'm going to break your will. I'm going to crush your spirit. But can I tell you that Satan's plan, that Pharaoh's plan? It, it turned to naught when God began to move and work in the children of Israel's life. Can I tell you that Satan's plan blew up in his face as God began to look down and take notice of His children? As God began to look down and God began to see, there is my people, and they have a burden upon them. They have an adversary that is trying to defeat them, and an adversary. That is trying to destroy them. Can I let you know tonight that Satan is afraid that you would get a glimpse of the glory of God? Satan is afraid that somewhere down deep in the middle of your frustration, somewhere down deep in the middle of your anger and your anxiety, that you will begin to call on the name of the Lord and to let Him know I am not able to do it on my own, I'm not able to do it by myself. But, God, I need you to make a way in my mind. I need you to make a way in my spirit. God, work on me. Pharaoh, Pharaoh said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break them, and I'm going to put them in a place where they, they can no longer grow. They'll no longer receive strength. But the more he oppressed, the more they grew. Pharaoh said I'm going to command that you toss your babies, your young male babies into the river and maybe that'll help keep them in line. Maybe that'll help keep them in place. But can I tell you there was a little woman that made up her mind. I'm going to protect my child as long as I can. I'm going to hide him from the adversary as long as I can. But there come a day that she had to put little Moses in the river. There come a day that she could no longer hide uh, that little child anymore. Uh, but there was something in her that said if I have uh, to put my baby in the river uh, I'm going to build some protection uh, for my baby. I'm going to weave a, an ark uh, of bulrush in there. Uh, I'm going to lay my baby in that ark uh, and I'm going to send a voice behind him uh, to help him uh, and to speak up for that little child. Can uh, I tell my, some mamas and some daddies uh, in the house of the Lord tonight there comes a time when we have to let our children go out into the world I wish that we can lock them up in their rooms and keep them safe all the days of their life but there comes a time that they have to spread their wings and try it on their own can I I encourage you mother can I encourage you father if you gotta put your baby in the river first build some prayers around your baby and let the devil know this one belongs to God. Let the devil know there's going to be a voice in her life. There's going to be a voice in his life saying this one belongs to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. And what Pharaoh was trying to destroy could be found in a little baby floating down the river. Right up to his back doorsteps, if you allow me to say it that way. Raised in his own palace. Taught in his finest schools. But something within Moses that had a mother that his sister spoke up and said, I know somebody that can take care I know somebody that can nurse this child and there Moses' mother instilled in him the goodness and the mercy of God and there he realized I am a Hebrew I am a child of the Most High God somewhere down deep in him he had a revelation that I'm not like these Egyptians and I'm not like what I'm surrounded by and something rose up in him and he slew an Egyptian that attacked a fellow Hebrew and there he commits murder and he's chased out of the land and he finds himself in the middle of a wilderness somewhere Oh, and as he's going along his way he sees a bush that's on fire but it's not being consumed and he turns aside to go and see and there the voice of the Lord speaks to him and says Moses take your shoes off for you're standing on holy ground Can I tell you that Satan is afraid of you. He's afraid that if you ever have that moment where you turn aside to see the goodness and the glory of God, that it will forever change your life. Satan is afraid that you'll be converted by the power of the Holy Ghost. And I tell that Satan is afraid that you'll have that moment where you take your shoes off and say, God, Hallelujah. Would you lift your hands for me all across the house of the Lord? Satan is afraid that you'll realize... There's so much more to life than just going through the daily grind. Can I tell you that Satan is afraid that you'll realize I don't have to just go through the motions of life day after day. Wake up and go to work. Come home, eat, and sleep. Wake up and go to work. Come home, eat, and sleep. Over and over and over again. Satan is afraid that you'll realize there's so much more to your life than the bondage that you're living in. Satan is afraid that you'll realize, hey, that bush is on fire, but it's not consumed. I want a taste of the glory for God, for myself. Hallelujah! 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 Come on, would you lift your voice for me right now all across the house of the Lord. Understand we're ministering on a few different levels here tonight. Hallelujah, we're ministering to the saints of God. And there's those that have not yet fully committed and not yet fully made up their mind what they want to do. But can I tell you, God sees potential in you. God sees something great on the inside of you that He can use for His glory. I come to tell somebody tonight, when you begin to realize that you want God more than anything else, that's when the adversary is going to put more pressure and more weight on you and more burden on you and say, I will not let you go. Oh, but God raised up a deliverer and he sent him with a message that said, You tell them that I am, have sent me. You tell them that I am your healer, I am their deliverer, I am their way maker, I am their provider, I am their keeper, I am their instructor. You let them know that I am, said, We're coming out of bondage, we're coming out of Egypt. And I tell you, I want to let the devil know. let my people go. Get your hands off their mind. Get your hand off their spirit. You got to let them go when God says go. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 4 and 7 says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. Paul said, there is a treasure that we have in this earthen vessel. My wife would make her better than music. Paul said, there is a treasure. Can I tell you, it's that treasure that Jesus talked about when he said that a man found the great pearl. He found that great treasure. Found it in the field. And he went and he sold everything that he had sold out, and bought the entire field. Not because of what everything else looked like, but because in that field there was a treasure that meant more to him than anything else. Can I tell you that Satan is aware that within your earthen vessel there is a treasure if you've been born again of the water and of the Spirit. That's why he attacks you on every side. Troubled on every hand, everywhere I turn, there's more trouble. He had not distressed. We're perplexed. There's times that we wonder, how is this going to work out in my favor? But Paul said, we're never in despair. We're never hopeless. Because we got our hope in Jesus. Oh, we're persecuted. But we're not forsaken. Every strike that Satan would put across your back, every burden that you would carry, you're not forsaken. Paul said always preparing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. Paul said no matter what happens to us, it doesn't matter what I go through, I'm cast down, but I'm not destroyed as long as people can see Jesus in me. He said, it doesn't matter what we go through as long as as long as when I'm in the middle of the heat, people can look at me and say, hey, that man's been with Jesus. People can look at you and say, that lady has been in the presence of Jesus. Come on, they have joy in the middle of their suffering. They have peace in the middle of their struggle. see, Satan wants to mar the vessel, hoping that he can mar the treasure. Satan attacks the vessel that carries the treasure. Saying, if I can make the vessel look bad, maybe I can shine a bad light on the treasure. I want you to lift your hands right now with me all across the house of the Lord right now in this place. there's men and women under the sound of my voice tonight that Satan has battered you can I even be bold enough to say that Satan has even seemingly triumphed over you and marred your vessel but can I tell you that in the house of the Lord tonight there is still a treasure greater than anything this world could offer. He, go, 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 go. Satan is afraid of you. He's afraid that you'll see what God wants you to be. So he tries to blind you with the things of this world because he knows if you ever get a hold of your God-given talents and your God-given gifts that you'll shake the kingdom of hell. Out into somebody's darkness tonight, uh, telling you you gotta step back into the light, uh, you gotta step back into the joy of your salvation. Satan's afraid of you. Satan's afraid of you. Psalms nine and nine says the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Can I tell you tonight, I can boldly say the Lord is my refuge. I am in the palm of his hand. Oh, Satan says, you know what? I'm hitting them with everything that I have, but somehow they're still standing. I'm attacking them from every angle and every direction, but somehow they're still on their feet. I want to tell you tonight that you are still a child of God. You still have a call and a purpose on your life. Israel was not forgotten by God. And neither are you forgotten by God. In Exodus 2 and 23 it says, And it came to pass in process of time that the king of Egypt died. And the children of Israel sighed by reason of the bondage and they cried. And their cry came up unto God by reason of the bondage. And God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And God looked upon the children of Israel, and God had respect unto them. Can I tell you tonight that when you cry out, God hears you. Satan is afraid, because he knows that if you'll lift your voice, that there is nothing that can stop God from intervening in your life. Come on, I wonder, could we lift our voices together all across this sanctuary tonight? Come on, I wonder, would you lift your voice all across this place? Come on, come on, come on. Come on, would you lift your voice? Come on, would you lift your voice? Can I tell you that Satan, uh, his plan can backfire tonight. His plan can blow up in his face. You know, we we warn people sometimes, Pastor Moore, from from being too zealous. uh, You know, because sometimes you can try to do the right thing when you're zealous and and end up doing the wrong thing. Can I tell you tonight uh, that in Satan's zealous, uh, uh, in his attempt to to, to stop you uh, and to break you, uh, he has only put you in a position uh, where you can cry out on the name of the Lord. uh, And when you cry out on the name of the Lord, uh, there is deliverance, uh, there is... Is salvation when you call on the name of Jesus he is faithful and just to deliver you I come to preach to somebody that's broken in their mind tonight I come to preach to somebody that's broken in their spirit that says there's no way there's no way how could I ever be what I used to be. How can I ever get the victory like I used to have the victory now? How can I ever come out of my grave? But I wonder could you hear the voice of Jesus calling out to you, saying I'll bring you out of Egypt. I'll bring you through the water. I'll cover you with my cloud. I'll put my hand on your life. in the name of Jesus. Come on men and women of God, come on I'm asking somebody, Oh is there anybody that knows how to cry out unto the Lord? Is there anybody that knows how to get a hold of God? The righteous cry in the Lord hear and deliver them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth them out of them all. Can I tell you, Satan is afraid of you. He's afraid of the gift. He's afraid of the treasure. He's afraid of the potential. He's afraid. middle of your brokenness, God is close to you. In the middle of your crushed spirit, God is close to you. Come on, is there anybody that feels crushed tonight? Is there anybody that feels pressed uh, pr- pressed out of measure tonight. Is there anybody that realizes my only hope is in him? My only hope is in Jesus. My only hope is at his feet. My only chance is in him. Oh God, I'm crying out to you for you are a way maker. I'm crying out to you because if anybody can deliver me, it's you. If anybody can save me, it's you. If anybody Anybody can break the chains it's you if anybody can destroy the yoke it's you come on let's throw our hands up all across this house tonight would you do that come on let's lift our voice Come on, I want to reach for somebody tonight. You're not where you need to be. Come on, I want to reach for somebody tonight. You know the decisions you're making are breaking the heart of God. You know that what you're doing is not lined up with God. I want to cry out to you tonight. I want to beseech you that you would present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord. I want to beseech somebody tonight that you would make your way into the presence of God and say, not my will but God that your will be done in my life Hallelujah Come on, is there many that would come and pray that you need delivering power of God in your life right now. I'm about to to shift things here in just a minute but I want to give you a chance if you want to come and let God feel you. Let God restore you. Let God move in your life. Would you come? Come on, I'm about to move on with this but come on, I'm telling you, God is in this house tonight. God is here to heal. God is here to restore. God is here to make a way where there seems to be no way. Come on, Satan says if I turn up the heat, maybe I can pressure them. Maybe I can convince them that they're no good uh, that the worst was uh, but in the name of Jesus uh, you are victorious uh, by the power uh, and by the blood of Jesus hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I come to tell a saint of God that Satan is afraid of you. I come to tell an elderly prayer prayer warrior that Satan is afraid of the prayers that you'll pray for your children. I come to tell a man of God that Satan is afraid of your faithfulness to the house of God. I come to tell a woman of God that Satan is afraid of your commitment to the goodness of God. I've come to tell this church that Satan is afraid of unity. He's afraid when men and women put their minds together and say no matter what we will have a move of the Holy Ghost no matter what we will see deliverance we will see revival we will see breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus Come on, I wonder, would you pray tonight until you break through? I wonder, would you press tonight until you press your way through? Come on, I wonder, would you make up in your mind? I'm not going to die bound up. I'm not going to die from the pressures that I feel in my mind. I'm not going to throw in the towel, but I'm going to keep coming. I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep fasting. I'm going to keep working in the kingdom. All across this house and my wife begins to sing. Come on, let's lift our voices together. Let's lift our hearts together. Oh, God, I thank you, Jesus. In the middle of my struggle, God, you're real. In the middle of my pain, you're there. God, in the middle of my fight, you're there. God, you're there. Your power at work in me.
2: I am broken gracefully. Come on, come on. I
1: am weak. Come on, somebody. You I ought to cry be out. Free. You ought to cry out. The Lord hears you. Power at work. The Lord hears the righteous
2: cry. I'm oh, yeah. I'm strong when I am weak. God, have your way.
1: Can't have your way in my life. Stop holding nothing back.
2: Can't have your way.
1: not finished with you come on God's not done with you come on oh I might be cast down but I'm not forsaken God said He has heard your cries. He has heard your prayers. That He's about to open a door that no man can shut. He you felt pressure from many, many different angles, many different directions. But God said he's giving you clarity right now. God said he's not the author of confusion, but he's gonna order your footsteps. Right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray for refreshing for my brother. God, I pray for a breakthrough in his mind. I rebuke the devourer off of his home. In the name of Jesus, let there be peace, God. Come on, I wonder, would you lift your voice with me all across this sanctuary? come on we serve a faithful God come on we serve a faithful God I said we serve a faithful God that is able to do anything is able to break and destroy every yoke of bondage he's able to move and to work he's able to lift somebody out of the pit he's able to move in this God said to reassure you that everything's okay. Satan has bombarded your mind with fear. Trying to convince you that something is drastically wrong in your body. But God said, my hand is upon your life. I have kept you, and I will continue to keep you. I am your shepherd because you have hearkened to my voice. Right now in the name of Jesus. God said, I'm leading you to a place of rest. I'm leading you to a place of restoration in your mind. Right now, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let a fresh anointing wash over my sister. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, let's clap our hands together all across this house. Oh, God, help us. Oh, God, help us. Oh, God, right now. Come on, somebody shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on yes come on you want to tell your neighbor i'm coming out you want to tell your neighbor i'm coming out you want to tell your neighbor god's hand is still on my life i'm still a child of god i'm still blood bogged i'm still covered i'm still covered Come on, one more time, all across this house. I'm about to get out of your way, but take somebody by the hand. Come on, we're about to bind together in the name of Jesus. Come on, we're not going to be intimidated by the devil. We're not going to be intimidated by his lies. We're not going to be held captive by his fear. But we're going to let him know in the name of Jesus, I am a conqueror. In the name of Jesus, I'm more than a conqueror my family coming through this. Come on, we refuse to quit. We refuse to surrender. But we will have what God said was ours. We will take it by force. Come on, the kingdom of heaven with violence and the violent take it by force. Come on, you ought to get forceful in your cries. You want to get forceful in your worship and let the devil know this is mine. This joy is mine.
2: My pain.
0: used the taskmasters the hardship he set out to hinder he set out to destroy to annihilate yeah. God's people God allowed this hardship allowed the whips the pain the sorrow there's something about hardships. There's something about pain. There's something about struggle that brings something out of us that nothing else can. Cause us to pray prayers that we were never prayed. Causes us to open our hearts, our minds, and spirit. Let this God begin to really search us out walk in the avenues and the hallways of our spirit our minds and and only this God he's alone he's the only one you don't even know your own heart I don't even know my heart only God knows it so sometimes God allows hardships to allow things to surface in the heart to allow things for doors that you wouldn't have opened up now the whips are so severe now, and the hardship is such a struggle, and the pressure, and you find yourself praying prayers that you hadn't prayed in 40 years. You find yourself building an altar and having time for God now, and amen. Because of the pain the pain that nobody else could could help you with, the pain, the struggle that's there but uh, I gotta find God I gotta find, I gotta find that Jehovah God I gotta find that, that God that can deliver us and bring back that revival and bring back that move of God that can prepare us uh, for that moment, for that twinkling of an eye amen, hallelujah, could it be even now that we're being setting up a pandemic, amen it's the world, on the eyes of the world, and the devil saying, we got him, oh no, oh no because God, in the same atmosphere same, same scenario, amen he's gonna break out revival, he's gonna, he's gonna call music he's going to cause individuals to go in prayer concerts. you haven't been there a long time but because of hardship and difficulty and isolation i'm going to get in a prayer room oh, yeah. Woo! i'm gonna get a walk with god like i never had right. i'm gonna have an encounter i'm gonna have an encounter with this almighty god i'm gonna know him for myself because the bible said in the end kind In the end time, it's those that know their God shall do exploits. This is where you find Him. This is where you get to know Him. This is where you have parents. Amen. It's not afraid of the Pharaohs. They can see a proper child. Out of all the thousands. Come on, folks. Moses' mom and daddy had the same whips on them. Moses' mom and daddy the same hardships but I'm telling you encourage these young mothers and dads in the midst of all this and what you see coming. God can raise up God can raise up a church God can raise up individuals this comes by hardships thank God for the hardships because of the hardships is what's going to shape us and mold us and make us what God wants us to be we can do one or two things We let hardships draw us closer and make us better. We let hardships cause us become rebellious and bitter. Pointing fingers, blaming this and blaming that one. Oh, Pastor! Oh, you say no. This hardship's going to drive me to my knees. It's gonna draw me closer. It's gonna cause me to cry out more. In fact, devil, you just messed up. Amen. That devil, you said a snare. Amen. Just stare me and hinder and rob me. But God's gonna take it. Amen. And He's gonna multiply it. And we're gonna have more than what we came in here. They came in with seventy, but they left there with a thousand. Hardships, Amen. Called it to multiply. I fixed a step out on a limb. But I feel like I'm right. Brother Randy, Sister Debbie, can we probably say safely tonight that you're closer in the last month than you ever probably been? Spent more time together. shows up in hardship when no other god can show up no other idol can show up this god can show up that's the reason he's gonna bust them out of the grave because he's the only god that can do that this is a god this is a revival this is a move we're looking for you can have your man-made stuff it won't work traditions won't work but god will work god make the best out of any circumstance or situation Thank you, brother, obeying God tonight. (laughs) The devil really didn't want to preach this tonight. But I'm glad he preached it. Appreciate them tonight and how the Lord's using them to minister and work for us. Amen. To bring healing, direction, hope. Praise God. I'm just excited about what God's doing. Hallelujah. How many of you saw Sister Lynn run around this place this morning? (laughs) Praise God. tell you, God's working. God's strengthening us. Love you tonight. Lord bless you. You may be seated. Don't forget tomorrow night service time. 6.30 prayer time, 7 o'clock service time. What a beautiful atmosphere the Lord has allotted and given to us with His kindness and grace and mercy, His faithfulness. Uh, I'm sure we all can say how often we failed Him, but He's never failed us. Amen. And, uh, just minister and help us along this journey in life. Praise. What a beautiful message. What a beautiful uh, presence and a stage of God that's working for us here tonight. Praise the Lord.